You guys, I can't wait to get my braces off. <sighs> I bet. I feel like because we recorded Patreon right before this, so mm-hmm. we've been talking for a hot minute, mm-hmm. and my lips are raw. My rips are raw. <laughs> my rips are raw. <laughs> Which is also my stage name, Raw Lips. Damn! But <laughs> mine's jar of farts. <laughs> and if you don't get that reference, go be a fucking Patreon <laughs> supporter. <laughs> jar of farts and raw lips. Um. Anyway, on that lovely note, mm-hmm. do you want to bring us in, bring us back, pull us back together with your goddamn? Okay. Well. Okay. <laughs> I'll do that. Uh huh. So, um, I already told you. A little bit of oh, it. Oh, like a little fucking sneak peek preview. <laughs> a little huh? fucking sneak peek preview, but uh-huh. I feel like it's enough to share with the rest of the world. Okay. Um, As we have established on this podcast, I don't do cars well. <laughs> oh, God. Am I going to be disappointed? Erin, I love you so much, <sighs> and I just want you to be different. <laughs> just to be a successful, fucking competent member of the you car are, driving community. You are Listen, so my dad, close to that. My dad tried. You are so close to being Bless that. his heart, he tried. Bless his but, uh, fucking heart. Over this fucking vacation, we were in a rental car and oh, <laughs> I know where this is going. Brandon was driving uh-huh. and we're going like, you know, 70 on the freeway or whatever, just fucking going. Mm-hmm. And the center console thing was right here to my left because yeah. I was in the passenger seat and we live in America. Yeah. Deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was looking at it and the parking brake was a button. Mm-hmm. That you like push. And so I was like, that's interesting. And also we had been to the beach like a thousand times. So there was sand all over it and stuff. So I was like kind of touching the sand around and stuff. And I was like, well, I don't want to push it because that's a button. Because I don't want to push the parking brake engage on. Engage the brake. While you're going 70 on the fucking freeway because that sounds dangerous, right? Yeah. For everyone involved. Yeah. I'm not going to do that. I'm not that dumb. Yeah. I'm going to do it. <laughs> Might do it. My fucking, oh, move your hand. Yeah. I could just oh, take this whole fucking place out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was like dusting off the fucking sand and stuff. And then I was like, better not do that. And so then to make sure that I didn't push it, I started touching the underside of it for some reason. Oh you definitely have like something. Like I do. OCD. There is something wrong. Yeah. There yeah. is something wrong. There is something wrong. So I was just touching the bottom of it and like. I don't know why. I don't know why I had to. What would happen? What would happen? Yeah. What could go wrong? What could possibly go wrong? And you didn't once question, like, why can I touch the underside of this button? No, because I figured it would push down, and so it needed a little gap to push down. But why? Uh, No other buttons have that gap. I don't know. It's like a switch. It made sense in my head. At any rate, I pulled the emergency (laughs) brake on on the freeway fucking 70 miles an hour. And the car goes. Oh, God. Oh, God. Because you pulled up. Yeah. You engaged the brake. I I pulled up. I didn't mean to. I kind of meant to. I didn't mean to. Oh, my God. My hands are sweaty thinking about it. (laughs) (laughs) It's definitely like a don't stick your hand in the washing machine kind of thing. Because, like, it'll tear your arm off. Or, like, your garbage disposal. Yeah. And you're like, I'm going to fucking do it. 
it, I better walk away. It was yeah. one of those situations, and I was like, don't do it. Don't mess with it. Just don't touch it. And I was like, I'm going to touch it. I'll touch it, but, like, in the way that it's not dangerous, but it turns out is the only way it's dangerous. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, if you push it down, it unengages it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Didn't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mine is like a fucking regular old emergency brake that you'd pull up, like, in the movies, and you're like, I'm going to Tokyo Drift, you know? I know. Listen, for the record, I have one of those buttons with the flip switch mm-hmm. thingy that you engaged, <laughs> and I don't even know the right way to push it. Every time I need to use my parking brake, which I'm one of those people who do not use it. I, like, never use it. Even when I'm on a fucking hill, I'm I like— use it every time. It ain't going anywhere. I use it I know. every time. Lee does, too, and every time I get in his goddamn car, I'm like, why is the car not backing up? <laughs> oh, that's right. And then I have to pull it, and he's got the one in the middle that yeah. you have to, like, fucking pull up and push the button and yeah. shove it down. Yeah, the normal one? Yeah, yeah, the normal one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I never use mine. I've never had a car roll away, just for the record. <laughs> I I understand their importance, right? I've but never like, had a car. People who use them daily, you're wasting seconds of your day. And when you combine that over it a takes lifetime, two seconds over a lifetime, cool. Aaron, over a lifetime, makes you feel cool. Chuck chunk. It's Tokyo Drift. No, it's super annoying when somebody else gets in the car who does not use their their e-brake. No, you know what's super annoying is when you get out of the car and someone didn't put on the emergency brake, and you go to the trunk to get something out of it, and you lean against the car, and it fucking tilts forward a little bit. Well, don't put your body weight on the fucking car. Oh, I'm sorry. Now I have to change the way that I get into and out of my trunk. <laughs> what if I'm getting in? <laughs> yes, you do. Yes, you do have to change that. What are you doing in that trunk? <laughs> I lean against it. It's far. But it's that's how deep. you get dirt on your clothes or on your legs. Like, do you have the cleanest bumper in all of fucking San Diego? No. Are you fucking valiganting around? Galavan? <laughs> valiganting? Valley girling around. <laughs> so I can put your thighs on everybody's goddamn dirty ass bumpers. Yeah, I put you my psycho. thighs on everybody's dirty ass you bumpers. psycho. I have two clean would, thigh spots on my bumper. I would prefer to throw my back out trying to improperly lift something than get my pants dirty with whatever the fuck is on the back of that bumper. You don't lean against your bumper. Never. This is a whole different fucking situation. Now. I don't use my e-brake. We are different people. We are so similar but different. <laughs> same, same. But, but different. different. <laughs> um, at any rate, Brandon was like, what the fuck? Right? Yeah, back to your goddamn. <laughs> yeah. Because he was driving and he was like, <laughs> no idea what was going on in your world. <laughs> no, no. Like, I thought I was preventing us from dying. <laughs> None at all. And I wasn't talking to him during this. Like, I was just in my own world like, mm, what's this about? <laughs> Over here. <laughs> and the car made a crazy sound and then it disengaged immediately. Like, the car was like, you shouldn't do That's that. That's dangerous. I don't yeah. That that's accurate. You that's know? not like, what you intended. Here. Yeah, that's not what you wanted to do. So it disengaged it real quick, and Brandon just not even mad. Like you would think, like what the fuck, right? Like yeah. he would get really pissed about it. He just looked at me and was like, "Why? Why did you do that?" And I was like, I "That's how you know you've been together just the right amount of time, <laughs> right?" It's like I'm not judging you. I just like want to know what happened. What happened there? And even afterward, he's like, "I'm not mad," because I was like, "I'm so sorry." Like, I, if he had done that when I was driving, I would have been pissed. Yeah, like, what yeah. the fuck? You could have killed us. Yeah, uh, that is so dangerous. Yeah, like be a fucking where. <laughs> yeah, and so I was like, "I am so sorry." Oh my god, like I did not mean to do that. That was fucking crazy back there. <laughs> and he's like, "I'm not mad. I'm just." Like, well, that could have been really dangerous. <laughs> I was like, like I know no, you're making it worse. I know. Be mad at me. Yeah, exactly. And he's like, like, hit me real quick and get it over with. <laughs> right. He was like, you could have killed us all. And I was like, I know. Oh, my God. Oh, Were man. you, like, shocked? 
Yeah, like, but then you know I was that feeling like, where you're zapped. Like, it was whoa. immediately like the adrenaline, and I just started laughing, like which is probably the worst. <laughs> Not reaction. appropriate. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so I was just like all giggly, and then I texted you immediately, like I almost killed us. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite text. I was like, hold up, you didn't know what that button was? <laughs> What's your button look like? I mean, I knew. I just I didn't. I didn't know. Mine's is a normal fucking Tokyo Drift break. Yeah. Speaking of crushing mom life, mm-hmm. do you want to hear my goddamn? I absolutely do. <laughs> So, you know, listen, mm-hmm. we all hear about Pinterest moms all the time, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, mm-hmm. how they're perfect and their fucking cookies look great and their parties are the best and everything's a perfect theme and they fucking made it themselves and they're awesome, mm-hmm. right? Good for them. I, I would love – yeah, good for them. Mm-hmm. I would love to claim that I'm a Pinterest mom, but mm-hmm. I am not, as you're all fucking aware. So I'm going to take a moment in my goddamn to appreciate the non-Pinterest moms. Mm-hmm. No shame on the Pinterest moms, mm-hmm. but I'm just going to normalize some shit, all right, mm-hmm. for a hot minute. Mm-hmm. And by that, I mean I'm going to give you a benchmark. <laughs> by which you can use as your lowest level of motherhood. Oh, my God. Okay, not the lowest. Okay. But listen, we all know I'm the gross one, right? We talked about Walmart feed and our Patreon before. <laughs> Are you just con- going to confirm that Everything. being the gross one again? I'm about to confirm being the gross one again. Because you know what? Here's the thing. I'm right. being fucking real. People yeah, deal are. with this all the time. They just don't talk about it, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I got a jar of farts. Yeah. <laughs> you got a jar of farts. Uh, this is worse. Uh, so, I don't. Actually, I don't have a jar of farts. I, I bet you. Never mind. But if there are any that takers, is something I will we're not... starting at $500. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's the best business decision you've ever made. <laughs> Thank you. All right. So. Uh, my house. I'm gross, right? Mm-hmm. I actually mm-hmm. live in a normal fucking house. It's I. You live in a beautiful home. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, it is by no means a magazine. In fact, no. My couch was a hand me down. Mm-hmm. There are fucking toys everywhere. If someone has matching furniture, though, you're either a millionaire or like Pinterest mom. Yeah, but even then, like, there's something wrong. <laughs> it's too stepford, you know? By us. By our standards. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Also, if you have matching furniture, congratulations. Dude, I would fucking kill for matching furniture. But um anyway, so you get you get the picture. My house is a fucking hot mess. But I'm not disgusting. No. I've never been disgusted going into your house. Like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. God damn it. Why hasn't she fucking clean? Yeah, like wipe the fucking counters down. Yeah. I have some things that like, okay, every night I gotta wipe the counters down. Dishes need to be in the sink, which for the record they are not tonight, but I've had a fucking week. But anyway, mm-hmm. I have standards. Yeah. I like how I'm just trying to validate myself before I tell the whole world this. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I started to notice. You guys all know my pincher bug issues, too. Yeah. So anyway, we had a ton of pincher bugs, and I hired a bug guy because I was like, this is fucking gross. And I'm over it. It's always pincher bugs and spiders. And so this was my fucking aha, I'm an adult moment. And I bought fucking, I pay quarterly for bug guy to come out. And it is the best decision I have ever made with my life. I feel comfortable in my own backyard, right? Hell yeah. Well, uh, not too long ago, the city went through my neighborhood pulling off manholes with this giant fucking truck. Nope, 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 yep. nope, 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 And nope. Um, with this giant hose that goes in the manholes and they were like blowing shit into it or whatever. And Lee, for some reason, knew, hey, they're blowing air into the lines or some shit. And so he was like, go close the toilet lid so that water doesn't spray everywhere. And I was like, I'm sorry. What? I grew up in a fucking trailer. I didn't know this was a thing, all right? That the city just goes through blowing air through lines or something. I don't think I've ever seen that happen Well, you live on a fucking hill where they would never blow air through your lines. They'd just be like, it's gravity. It's fine. Okay, good. I don't really know that for a fact. But, like, evidently this is a thing that they do. I don't know why they were doing it. I have no fucking— That's how you know Lee grew up in a nice neighborhood. This motherfucking bitch, right? I'm like, uh, in a trailer, you just get a snake. 
Yeah. Like, you snake the drain. Also, my neighborhood would be like, I don't know, figure it out. Yeah, fucking deal. Anyway, literally nothing was wrong with our plumbing that I know of, but they came through and they fucking blew air down the goddamn road and through the whole neighborhood. And Lee was like, oh my God, close the toilet lids. And I was like, what the fuck does that mean? Anyway. Is that a thing that he knows? I don't know, but it did splash water. Like, one time it was not closed and water exploded everywhere. So that's really gross. That is super gross. Okay. And also, I'm a, I don't ever fucking close the lid of the toilet because I'm going to go pee in it in like 20 minutes. What so. if you were literally peeing at the time? Well, you would get Poseidon's kiss. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so. (laughs) Walked right into that one. Okay, so since this day that they went blasting air through the fucking pipes or whatever. Yeah. I noticed. No. Yeah. I noticed that at night, Mm -hmm. once or twice. No. I'm itchy already. Stop it. I saw what I call motherfucking cockroaches. I saw a cockroach. And I screamed, yeah. and I woke up Lee, and I was like, you have to kill it. Yeah. And I was pissed. I was like, everybody wake up. We're cleaning the whole house. That's disgusting, mm-hmm. right? Because I associate cockroaches with filth. Yeah. Um, Go buy a lot of Raid yep. and bleach, and we're going to fucking Do light this right. place on fire. Yep. Uh, now, Lee the whole time is like, that's not a cockroach. That's a water bug. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm like, that's a fucking cockroach. He said that the last time, too, didn't yeah. he? Yes. Yes. Okay, so this has been going on for a while now. And it was like every once in a while in the middle of the night, you might see one. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. Now, I got to like three days ago. It's the middle of the night. We're all asleep. And I wake up to my child screeching. Mm-hmm. And the bathroom light is on. It's the main bathroom that it's always in. It's never in the other bathroom. And it's never in the kitchen or anything. It's always this bathroom, which I have found out why. But anyway, my I'm kid's so screeching. Itchy. I know. I am too. I live in this house. And <laughs> I walk in and my little boy, my four-year-old, is standing on his like potty stool. And he's like, there's bugs everywhere. And there were so many tiny bugs, little ones, little itty-bitty babies. And I was like... We're getting the exterminator out now. Because before we had, like, call, I don't know if we called them or they were here and we were talking about it. And they were like, well, we can come in and poison the place. Or you can just pour vinegar down the drain and it'll kill them. I've gone through so much vinegar, it didn't kill them. Because he said they were coming from the drains. Uh-huh. Okay, anyway. So this is, like, fucking very detailed story about my bugs. But anyway, so there was, like, a my shit ton. Bugs. A fucking infestation is what I would call it. And I was like, fuck this shit. Where were they? What in the bathroom. They? Like, on the bathroom floor. Like, you turn on the light and they scattered. And they would scatter underneath because we have, like, a sink, a pedestal sink. Yeah. And they would scatter under there. Oh, no. Yeah. Fuck that. And they're little. So that makes me even more itchy. Yeah. But those big ones are fucking big. Anyway. Were they cockroaches? Yeah. They're they're water bugs, but they're cockroaches. And so it just so happened the bug guy was coming the next day. So he called and I was like, motherfucker, you're coming inside and you're poisoning the house. I don't give a shit. Like, what it means, whatever, like, because they're like, it's safe, but, like, once it dries, and we've, I've always been like, well, it's not that bad. It's just one or two. We'll pour vinegar down the drains. Nope. I was like, burn the house down. I don't give a fuck what you got to do. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> I'm working from home and, like, in between meetings or whatever, and this guy comes in, and I'm home alone because Lee is at work, and um, the whole time this guy was in my house, he was so nice, but this podcast has negatively affected my mental health in the mm-hmm. following ways. The whole time he was talking to me, I could barely pay attention because I was like, if he fucking comes at me, here's what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. Like, I had fucking plans. Like, right? there's a pen right here. I'm going to stab him in the jugular. In the, in the ear. I would go for the fucking ear. Are you kidding? I'm going for that neck. Ballpoint the ear pin to the ear. Too. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Eyeball. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, he was super nice. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, this chick was plotting my death. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's probably weirded out by me. But he was like, oh, yeah. 
uh, these types, because there were some dead ones that I left around. I'm like, mm-hmm. hey, these motherfuckers are all over. He's like, these types are not the infestation types. These are coming in looking for water. Like, you're not gross. Like, reassuring me. And he's like, people call them water bugs, but they are for sure cockroaches. Just so you know. I was going to so. say, did you make him clarify? Yeah. Early and get it on, like, recording? Yeah. And then he said, sometimes they fly. What? I've been living in a motherfucking house with bugs who probably have been fucking zipping around my head at night while I'm sleeping, crawling in my eyeball. What do you mean sometimes? I don't know. I didn't ask. I was like, uh, that's interesting. Like in their final form? break his nose if he comes at me right now. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I don't know. I have no clue. I was so distracted. You're like, "Uh uh-huh. Okay, cockroaches. So I was right. Also, there's a hammer over here. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Fucking wreck his ass. Anyway, so I had homeboys spray the house and uh, everything was going great. And then that night we went to bed and the next morning we woke up. Oh, also, he put these little sticky pads down and he was like, they're going to die when they walk through the um, poison, but these will catch them. Like if they run through the sticky pad, you'll catch them. The next morning I woke up. I have never seen so many goddamn dead bugs in my life. Are you serious? All of, but it's weird because they're only in the bathroom. I don't like it. I don't like it either. And um, but he did spray like everywhere. But I, only the dead bugs were in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And that sticky pad covered no. Covered. No. It's still behind my toilet. <gasps> I didn't want to tell you when you were in there earlier. But now you can go look after. So many fun. And they're huge. There's a bunch of little babies. But huge. Huge. And then so now. Is he going to do it again? Did he get them all? No. He just said give it five days. And now we're on like the fourth day. And so every time I've gone in there at night, there's been dead bugs or there's like, you know, dying More. bugs. But they're all babies. That's fucking horrifying. Why is my house so gross? Because you live in a gross town. <laughs> my town is pretty gross. Yeah. I was going to say, don't defend it. <laughs> it's pretty gross. Yeah. but it, And then I told him it happened after, like, I noticed it after they did that thing through yeah. the fucking manholes. And he was like, oh, yeah, it's infested in there. And he was talking about how, like, at his Remember house. Remember I told you when they pull off the fucking manhole covers and it's just like a goddamn nightmare show? Yeah, you did tell me that. And he confirmed it. He yeah. was like, yeah. I always see them like like thousands of them crawling out, and I'm just like, I'm so itchy. I can't do that job. No, they blew fucking cockroaches into my goddamn house. You should sue the city. <laughs> I don't have enough fucking gumption for that shit. I'll just, I don't have enough resources I'll for just, that. Yeah, I'll just poison them. The anyway, people just... who run the city, <laughs> the bugs. Bum, 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 bum. God damn it. Now I'm on a list. <laughs> oh, like we weren't. Anyway, that's my long ass fucking goddamn is oh, my God house damn. is infested with bugs and now they're all dead. And then you went to go pee earlier and I was like, hold on. Let me just do a fucking ocular pad down before you come in here and shut the door and freak out because there's dead bodies everywhere. Oh, my God. Anyway, here's Wonderwall. You ready to talk about murder? Duh. So this mm-hmm. is episode 154. According to Aaron. We don't really know. It Nobody's fact-checked that. Fair. <laughs> Fair point. <laughs> According to the last, like, 50 episodes, it's 154. I believe you. But I'm going to tell you about Billy Lee Chad. Billy Lee Chad. That's three fucking first names. <laughs> this first na- Three first name have motherfucker. <laughs> Chad. It's with that, two Ds. It can't be your last. I don't fucking care how many of the same letter you put in there. <laughs> it can't be your last name. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe I'm saying it wrong. I don't think I am, though. Chad da da. All right. So this is Billy you actually Chad pr- pronounce every letter. <laughs> Chad da Exclusively. <laughs> Chad da Okay. Okay. So I don't have a lot of the before information on this, so mm-hmm. kind of bear with me. Okay. So this is actually a 
local story. Oh! Ooh, you have my attention. In 1974, mm-hmm. Billy was in the military stationed in San Diego. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And in July of 1974, Billy was fired from his job at a boatyard for telling the foreman that he was going to, quote, rearrange his face with a claw hammer. Oh, okay. So Billy is a little... Unhinged? Unhinged. Okay. Good word. Okay. Yeah. 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 Rearrange his face. Mm-hmm. With a claw hammer. He's like, I'm going to fuck your shit up. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm with you. <laughs> I understood the sentiment behind the words. <laughs> Oh, now I get it. <laughs> oh, he wasn't remodeling. <laughs> I thought maybe he needed some work done. So in order to make ends meet for his family, Billy started burglarizing homes. Mm, no. And on July 26, 1974, Billy was driving around looking for a good home to burgle. Mm-hmm. And he found one in Linda Vista with the lights still on. Oh, shit. Why would you go for one with the lights still on? I don't He's know. He's like, it's dark. <laughs> yeah. I thought the same thing because it was like he saw this one house with the lights on. And so he was like, that's a great fucking house. And I was like, wouldn't that be the house that you don't want to go to? Yeah. Like, I'd want the one where nobody's home. Like, you learn that when you're little. Yeah. For trick-or-treating. Yeah. Like, go to the house with the light on. They'll be home and you'll get candy. Yeah. Yeah. If you're going to steal shit, maybe go to the one with the lights off. Opposite. Yeah. Inverse. Yeah. yeah inverse. Yeah. <laughs> Trick them. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> come on. Not treat them, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he was like, he was. All for the lights. Yeah. He was not on the same page as us. <laughs> And he decided that that was going to be the fucking home that he burgled. So he went up to the front door with a 9mm pistol. Oh. And he chickened out. Okay. And so he ran back to his car. Uh Uh-huh. Chugged a couple beers. Nice. And then he went back to the house to the Mm. side door now. Oh, no, 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 no. Mm Mm-hmm. He went to the side door and he forced it open. And inside was Patricia Franklin. Oh, God. She was just coming out of the shower when Billy barged in. Yeah. That is like your most vulnerable moment. That is next to washing your face. Oh, my God. (laughs) In the shower. Why? Those 13 seconds are like the scariest. Yeah. Now, Patricia was 30 years old. She worked at the Scripps Clinic in La Jolla Mm -hmm. as a secretary. She had a boyfriend, and that night they were going to go out on a date. So she was like getting ready, right? Okay. So is this like six or five, five or six, something like that? This is like, well, after 7.30. Oh, okay. It's a late night date. Yeah. So, well, maybe they're going to go see a movie or something, you know? All right, listen, I'm old. I'm like, ugh, can't leave the house after. After yeah. 7.30, if I'm still getting ready, ugh. Well, I was going to say what well, we did when we were younger, but she's 30, so I don't get it either. <laughs> <laughs> also, we just popped out some kids, so that's probably why. Check back in like five years when we figured our shit out. Yeah, yeah. You think we'll have it figured out then? I hope so. No, we won't. Probably not. All right. Actually, her boyfriend called her at about 7.30, Mm -hmm. and they chatted for a couple minutes, and then he called her back at about 8.30, but there was no answer. Uh Uh-oh. Okay, so so we're getting a timeline here. Yeah, that's kind of the timeline. So, when Billy entered the home and saw Patricia, he pointed the gun at her and he forced her to the bedroom. Oh, no. He cut down a cord from her blinds. Oh. And he tied her up on the bed. Oh, my God, no. Yeah. No. Yeah. He didn't even bring his own cord? No, he was like, every house has fucking cords. Oh, my God. Yeah. Super trigger warning to this entire episode. Yeah. Billy raped her repeatedly. Oh, no. While torturing her with a knife. (gasps) He strangled her. And when she passed out, he gave her CPR until (gasps) she came to again. No. 
And then no! continued to rape and torture her. What the fuck is wrong with this person? Yeah. Oh, my God. He said that he brought her back so that he could see her suffer more. Like, his thing, oh, which he admits to later, was God. the moment before death, the fear that these people would go through, that was, like, his jam. Oh, my God. What the fuck? That is fucking torture. What the fuck? Oh, my God. I hope she just doesn't, like, wasn't, didn't remember any of that, if that's how this works. I don't know how this works. But I don't like, know how it works either, but, like. Oh, my God. I don't like it. So, then he stabbed her in the neck 15 times. Jesus Christ. And raped her while she lay dying. Okay. Okay. Um, understand now why you did not want to get high while we told this story. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, no. No, thank you. No. Jeez. <sighs> So I'm assuming that her boyfriend called the police when he still couldn't get a hold of her, like, yeah. by morning, because, you know, she missed her date. Oh, my God. And then by the morning, he still couldn't get a hold of her. And so the police did a wellness check on her home. They found her dead, naked, tied to the bed. One of her nipples had been bitten almost completely off. Oh, shit. Yeah. No. They decided that the time of her attack was between 7.30 and 8.30 when, when she the stopped boyfriend answering. called. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there was a partial print found in the bedroom, but it wasn't enough to use for identification purposes. Wow. So they're like, we kind of have a trace of someone. Yeah. But but we don't know what happened. Nothing to go off of and no one to compare it to, even if they could, you know, pick the print. I thought this dude was just going to break in and steal some shit. Yeah. Wow. That was, uh, I think, originally the intention. Mm-hmm. But. And then somebody was home. Yeah, it escalated. There were also scratches on the back door, but no footprints found outside. Why would there be scratches on the back door? Well, now I don't know. I don't know. Okay, okay. <laughs> I was going to say, I remember he went to the back door originally, but I think he went to the front door originally. Yeah, and then he went to the side door. Mm-hmm. Maybe he attempted they... the back door before he went to the side door and barged in. Was there scratches from the outside of the back door? I think so. Not the inside, like she was trying to escape. No, something. no, no. That's no. what I initially thought when you said that. No, I think it was the outside. Oh, God. So police didn't really have any leads since Patricia was, like, a kind person, didn't have any enemies or anything. She didn't have an angry ex or anything like that. So they talked to her friends and all the people that she worked with and her neighbors and stuff, but they didn't come up with any solid leads. Yeah. So it wasn't until almost four years later, on February 15th, 1978, that police were called to another murder scene in Mira Mesa. Oh, God. Uh Uh-oh. Two kids went home for lunch and found their babysitter, 28-year-old Linda Hewitt, dead in the home. Oh, no. Linda had been raped repeatedly and (gasps) tortured before eventually being killed. Jesus Christ. Her hands had been mutilated by a knife. Her kidneys and back had been stabbed several times. Oh, my God. Her spinal cord was severed. Ew, 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 ew. And her throat had been cut. Ugh. Gross. Here's... Oh, my God, this poor woman. Here's the thing. That's not the thing. All the other things were not the thing. There's more. She had a son with her. (gasps) Oh, no. One article said it was an infant. Another article said it was a four-year-old. I'm choosing to believe that it was an infant because the thought of a four-year-old witnessing his mom being murdered is too much for me. Oh, my God. So the son is alive. Okay. But witnessed everything. (gasps) I don't know... Oh, how much of that is retained or anything or where that child is. But that's super fucked up and I child. hope they're okay. 
I mean, we could, yeah. But. Oh, my gosh. That's so heartbreaking. Isn't it fucking What sad? a fucking dick, Chad. Yeah. He's such Chad-da. a fucking Chad. <laughs> oh, my God. So police also found a fingerprint in the bedroom that they believed belonged to the killer. Okay. But they didn't have anyone to try and match it to. Yeah. Now, one of the detectives assigned to her case was Detective Bob Quigley, Mm -hmm. who had worked on Patricia's case as well. Oh, all right. He recognized... The signs? The Pretty immediately, like the similarities between Linda and Patricia's murders or crime scenes. And they're four years apart. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Mm Mm-hmm. But he was like, uh, it looks like the same fucking person. Yeah. So... He went digging into both of their past or anyone that they might have in common or anything like that. But the two women didn't know any of the same people. Hmm. So it didn't open any other leads for him. And was it like there was no struggle? So they were kind of thinking that maybe the girls knew the guy? This one's a little bit different, and I'll tell you about it. Okay. So Linda had just recently, like days before, moved from East County to a trailer park in National City. (laughs) Woo-woo. And she had broken up with her boyfriend just a few days before the move. Uh-huh. So Detective Bob was like, well, let's go fucking talk to the boyfriend, right? Yeah. And find Suspicious. out. Yeah. Like, talk to him, find out who she was last seen with, maybe, all that kind of stuff, right? hmm The boyfriend was a Navy sailor, but there were witnesses saying that he was on the ship the day of Linda's murder. Okay. So he was cleared or Pretty ruled sure out. logs and shit of that, too. Yeah, exactly. Gotta be. And, I mean, his, like, commanding officers or whatever are probably, like, you could take their word. Yeah. Yeah. He's a man of authority. I trust him. (laughs) Yes, yes. Yes, yes. So, Linda didn't have a car, so Detective Bob talked to all the bus drivers in the area to see if anybody remembered seeing her. Mm -hmm. But he had no luck. But in the home, there was a box of diapers that she had just recently bought. Mm -hmm. And so, he, I guess, found the receipt, was able to find the store that she bought them at, and when he talked to the clerk of the store and was like, hey, have you seen a lady like this, blah, 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 the clerk remembered seeing her. And the clerk remembered that there was a man behind her in line pushing oh. a baby stroller. Pushing a baby stroller? Mm-hmm. Okay. But, like, Linda didn't have a baby stroller. It was the guy behind her that had okay. it, right? Okay. So Detective Bob was like, okay, well, that baby was probably Linda's because she wouldn't have left her baby alone while she went shopping for diapers. Like, she had to have had her baby with her, so she was probably with this guy. Who the fuck is this guy? Yeah. Right? Would it not be her boyfriend? Were they already broken up at this time? He was on the ship. Oh. 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 Man, you make a better detective than I do. (laughs) (laughs) So the clerk couldn't give much information on, like, what the guy looked like. Yeah, I wouldn't be able to remember that there was somebody here with a stroller buying diapers. Like, come on. No, exactly. People are good at their jobs. I know. Like, too good. But this clerk was like, fuck yeah, you can hypnotize me. And What? Yeah. Like, they were like, can we hypnotize you to get any other information that you may have remembered about this person behind Linda? I just want to be hypnotized, but also, what? <laughs> yeah, it's 78. So yeah. the clerk was like, fuck yeah, let's do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Give me, give me that hypnotism. Yeah. Well, it turns out that he remembered a lot more than he remembered he remembered. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. And they gave a pretty decent description of the man that was behind Linda. Mm-hmm. Said it was a short man, medium build, early 20s, clean shaven, short hair, like military style. Okay. A tight t-shirt and blue jeans. Mm. But that's pretty much all they had to go on, yeah, right? It sounds like fucking anybody. a lot of people in San <laughs> yeah. Diego. Yeah, yeah. So not even a month later, on March 2nd, 1978, 
A woman in Chula Vista woke up in the middle of the night. Oh, God. To a man standing over her bed with a machete. A machete? Yeah. No, thank you. No, thank you. Get the fuck out. The man held the machete to her throat (gasps) and raped her. Ah! Then the woman's 17-year-old daughter walked into the bedroom. No. No, 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 no. The man was able to subdue her as well and then rape the daughter. No! But in all that commotion... The entire rest of the family woke up, which included four other fucking daughters. Jesus Christ. And grandparents. So the mom's parents, right? Okay. But the guy was able to get the 17-year-old to tie up the other four sisters (gasps) and the grandparents in the living room. No. And then he tied up and gagged the 17-year-old and the mom and put them in his car (gasps) and drove them to a remote area in East Chula Vista and let them out. Not the second location. But he let them out. What for? He's just like, deuces. Oh, he didn't do anything? Yeah. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. What? This, this like, are... severely displaced you. It's like when a fly hops in your car. <laughs> and then you let it out, like, a couple blocks away. You're like, sorry, you've lost your whole family. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? Yeah. That's so weird. Also, you're still in San Diego. Yeah, you're not far. Like, you're not in the middle of the desert where you might die. But also, it's, okay, This part bugs the shit out of me because I really want to know where they were dropped off, right? Like, Mm -hmm. is that a feasible walk? What's around there? All that kind of stuff. Yeah, what are we talking here? But all I could find was that it was a, quote, sparsely populated area, which doesn't mean shit. In Chula Vista? Yeah, but it doesn't mean shit 40 years later. Yeah, Like, sparsely populated in Chula Vista, so like Otay? Is that close? (laughs) I feel like everything in Chula Vista is populated. Well, now, yeah, but 40 years ago? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like... In East Chula Vista? I don't know. I don't know. It was fucking weird. I don't know. I don't know. But it was fucking weird. They were found walking along the side of the road by Border Patrol. Okay. So now we have a totally different MO, but also two women who could potentially identify their attacker, right? Yeah. Turns out the mom actually recognized him <gasps> from... What? Bunko. No. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Underground bingo. <laughs> She was married to a Navy officer, and she had been to Balboa Naval Hospital for a doctor's appointment. Yeah. And when she was in the waiting area, a Marine corporal working in the hospital asked her what her name and address was because he was filling out some form. Mm, Okay. But it was that guy. Why why, Why was he asking for that? Well, he told her, oh, I'm filling out this form for, like, a benefits or something like that. And oh, she was like, all right, that. whatever. Oh, God, Because you fucking trust terrifying. people. You trust yeah. people who work yeah. at a place. I know. That's scary. Yeah. That's Super scary. fucking scary. Jesus Christ. So she was like, oh, I knew who it was. It was this motherfucker who took my information at the Naval Hospital. Mm-hmm. <gasps> mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and no. that guy knew that she recognized him because he kept saying, you know me, don't you, when they were driving. Ah. Yeah. <gasps> and I can only imagine she kept saying no because if she had said yes, I don't think it would have ended the same way, right? Yeah. Man, I would hope that if I were ever in that scenario that I would be smart enough to say no. Right. Like if somebody's a, I'm such an idiot. <laughs> I like how I just judge myself for a scenario that has never happened. <laughs> Thank God. That I'm not quite sure how I would truly react. I'm like, God, I'm stupid. I feel like you would know if he was like, you know me, don't you? You're not going to be like, yeah, you got one fucking guy, right? I might. I'm an idiot. Like, yeah, what's up? My name's Stacy. How's it going? This is great. Yeah, we're friends now, right? Can I go home? (laughs) Anyway. Yeah. Thanks for the break for my kids. (laughs) But not for all that other shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true. Different scenario (laughs) than what was going on in my head. (laughs) So 
The cops called the hospital, and they got the records of who was working that day mm-hmm. that met the woman's description. Yeah. And the Marines gave them the name Billy Chad. This motherfucker. <laughs> Billy Chad lived in Imperial Beach with his wife and six-month-old. Oh, shit. So cops went to his house, but it turned out that he had packed up his car and left a few days prior. With his family? I don't think so. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Just him. You can't do that. You're in the military. Yeah. You can't go AWOL. I mean, he did. Okay. Which also, like, he went AWOL, AWOL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So police issue a bolo for him, Uh and he was found and arrested in Lafayette, New Orleans. What the fuck? On March 24th, 1978. So a month later. Yeah. He fled. Yeah, he he gone. The Navy was probably like, or the Marines were probably like, excuse me? You can't just fucking do that. Uh, Excuse me. We're going to need you back. Yeah, we sir. Have some things to accomplish. You have signed your life to us. You owe it us. Your yeah, life. you need to stay here. Stand down, motherfucker. <laughs> That's right. So he was brought back to San Diego to be put on trial for the two rapes. Mm-hmm. And while awaiting trial, for the the two rapes, one for the mom, one for the daughter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And while he was awaiting trial, apparently he confessed to another inmate that he had murdered a woman in Linda Vista in 1974, <gasps> which would have been Patricia Franklin. Yep. The other inmate told the cops, and the cops went in to question Billy about it, but he was like, no, I don't, I don't fucking know her. Like, mm. just totally didn't admit anything, mm-hmm. right? Almost nine months later, the detectives were called back out to the prison because Billy wanted to talk now. Okay, this fucker. Mm-hmm. He admitted to Patricia's murder, and then he confessed to Linda's murder as well. Mm-hmm. He said that he had dropped his car off at the shop earlier in the day and was riding the bus home when he ran into Linda and her baby on the bus. Oh, so it was like God. totally by chance. Random. He struck up a conversation and then he went with them to buy the diapers and then <gasps> he went. And he was like pushing the baby while she was checking out? Yeah. Different fucking times. Yeah. Wow. I'd be like, sir, I got it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Was he charming? Even that's pretty quick, though. That's really quick. I'm not also, judging. you met a man on a bus. I'm not judging buses, uh, we're judging. but, like, <laughs> I'm judging a little. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like We're just shocked. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. But we live in a different era, too, right? We live in a very different time. Where we don't trust any motherfuckers. No. You didn't even trust your bug guy. <laughs> no. And he was super nice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's how they get you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He was probably charming. Yeah. So charming. He's like, these aren't even the infestation kind of cockroaches. And I'm like, thank you, sir, for making me not feel like a gross person. Yeah, but also, does this look like an infestation to you? Dab you in the ear with a ballpoint pen. (laughs) Try me. Motherfucker, I'm crazy. (laughs) Fuck around, find out. (laughs) So he went with her to buy the diapers. Mm -hmm. And then he went with her to her final stop, which was the house that she was babysitting at. Oh, and God. he was like, yo, let's fucking hang out, right? And she was like, no, I'm working. Like, I'm not, you can't come in, mm-hmm. you know? Okay. He didn't like that. No. And he forced his way inside. Oh, God. And then he forced her into the bedroom. He held a pocket knife to her neck and threatened to kill her and her son <gasps> before raping her. No! When he was done, he said that he told her to get up and get dressed. And then he changed his mind. And so he tied her up with the cord from the blinds, Mm. and he stabbed her in the kidneys Mm. because he had heard that if you stab someone in the kidneys, that, like, that's a way to kill a person. It'll poison their body or whatever. Yeah, it's, like, the most painful way to die, according to some alleged gang member that I was talking to one time. (laughs) It's like, "Ah, okay, I'm drunk. (laughs) Thanks for the tip. Okay. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) 
<laughs> Do you want some fireball? <laughs> I just would like to leave this conversation. Yeah. Uh, so he had stabbed her in the kidneys, and then he severed her spinal cord. Ugh. And then when it was— Was she alive? Yeah. She's alive. Mm -hmm. Oh, God. And it was taking too long for her to die, and so he cut her throat. He said that at one point he started strangling her, but since he had to put the knife down, the baby started crawling toward it. (gasps) And Linda was like, hey, can you fucking move the knife so my kid doesn't get hurt? What? Or, like, hurt himself, right? She she was not okay, but she was still, like, protecting her kid, you know? Oh, my God. And so he picked up the knife again and then cut her throat, like, finished her off. That is fucking horrific. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. This guy's an asshole. Yeah. I hope he fucking has a terrible ending. I'm mad. Why am I so mad? Because this is pretty fucking horrific. I'm not in control of my own emotions, just so you know, right now, at this point in my life. Like, is it Shark Week? <laughs> <laughs> no, but basically the same theory right mm, i am like so overstressed and overworked overstressed overstimulated yeah that anything i feel is like fight or flight mm-hmm. so i'm really mad right now yeah what no. the fuck it's fucking horrifying Ugh. this is all local like this shit happened dick. here so billy also confessed to another murder he said that he was in las vegas in august of 1975 mm-hmm. and he met a man named delmar bright he went home with him Oh, what kind of night is this? Oh, it's going to be a pretty fucked up night. Okay. So Delmar asked him what he was into, and Billy oh, said bondage. Okay. So the man allowed Billy to tie him up, mm-hmm. and Billy then told him that he was going to kill him. Oh. He watched him beg for a while. Oh, God. And then he strangled and stabbed him until he died. Oy. The police check records during that time, and there was a record of a Delmer Bright being murdered in that way at that time. Oh, so he no. was telling the truth. Yeah. Billy also confessed to getting into a fight in June 1974 in Ellsworth, Kansas, mm-hmm. which would have been before Patricia. Okay, so in the before times. Mm-hmm. And he had hit the man in the head with a rock, and it crushed his skull. Ugh. And then he Ugh. threw the man's body into the river. Was he dead? Yeah. Before he got in the river? I don't know. I'm assuming because he crushed his skull. No way. I need to know that. Okay. But that, according to detectives or whatever, may have, like, whetted his appetite for murder. don't say that. Is that a weird thing to say? Yeah. Uh, May have... May have catapulted his... May have triggered his fucking murder sprees. Great, great word. Way better than whetted his appetite. (laughs) Mmm. Fucking moistened his Ew! Okay, his you're right, you're right, you're right. I get it now. Yeah. So police kind of theorized that that murder triggered these other, like, murder sprees. Like, that kind of okay. got him started on this little path. He was like, oh, shit, I really like this. Mm-hmm. I have an idea. Mm-hmm. It's interesting that he started with men. Yeah, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Well, Delmer was after Patricia. So the first oh, guy... But the first guy. The first guy was a man, but he just happened to fight the guy, and I think he may have accidentally killed him. Oh. But I think I talk about it later. Oh, okay. Oh, in like one second. Okay. Oh, well, perfect segue. Yeah, right? It's well, like we do not a podcast. quite one second. Well, okay. So... <laughs> Timing you. It's like we do a podcast. It's like I planned this. I was high, guys. <laughs> now, during these confessions, the detective said that he was like grinning and laughing through Ew. He didn't show any remorse whatsoever, and when he was thinking back on it, it was like he's thinking back on it fondly. Like, he enjoyed doing that. Bragging or Mm -hmm. something. He said that the first murder of the man that he hit with the rock was kind of the starting point to his murdering Mm -hmm. because he realized 
how easy it is to kill a person. Oh, God, that's terrifying. Yeah. And he became obsessed with the idea of death and the final moments of someone's life before they die and their fear during that time, like I said before. Oh, shit. That's fucking creepy. Super fucking creepy. So what's interesting, though, is Mm -hmm. the first home, he didn't know who he was going to find. So Mm -hmm. he's not targeting only women, Mm -mm. but he's only raping women. Mm -hmm. So is it sexual in nature or is it like, I'll just fucking kill because I like it also if you're a chick, I'll get my rocks off. I'm sure it's both. I don't think it was necessarily motivated by sex, but I think it was motivated by, like, the thrill of killing. Like, he was a thrill killer or whatever. Okay. And then for Delmer, was that, like, a sexual relationship? So could it – I'm trying to figure out if it's sexually motivated other than that first one that he killed somebody. So with Delmer, it was – Or was he just looking for somebody to kill? Oh, it was because you said that he wanted to be tied up for like I want to tie you up for bondage. It was like a kink thing. I don't know if he was just looking for somebody to kill or if it was like, oh, this is a great opportunity. It just presented itself. I don't know if Delmer like hit on him and then he was like, yeah, this will do. Let's go back to your place. Interesting. Okay. I was just trying to tie it all together because for a second they seemed so like not connected. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's they kind of don't. Yeah, they're, like, just random. Yeah. But also it sounds like sexual motivation. I don't know if he ever did anything with Delmer, like, got his rocks off. Yeah, I don't either. It was under the guise of that. So they seem related. I mean, maybe. That's so shitty because it's, like, your most vulnerable, right? Or, like, you trust somebody. Especially if it's, like, bondage. That's the whole point of it is that you trust the person who's tying you up or whatever. Yeah. To, like, hey, we're about to have a good time, right? Yeah. Oh, no, fuck that. Now you're dead. Yeah. And then poof, you're a ghost. Yeah. But also, maybe don't trust somebody that you meet that night. But also, yeah. not here to kink shame. Yeah. That's fucking rough, though. Yeah. So now he's going to be tried for all of this murder and rape and all of these, right? Yeah, he's going to—for all that shit he did back there, all he's that about to shit. Get in some trouble. Yeah, all that shit that he just confessed to, they were like, hey, we're going to fucking yeah. throw the book at you, right? Yeah, we're going to do something about that. So while he was in prison, he wrote an 84-page memoir called oh my God. Dark Secrets. Oh, how fucking original. Mm-hmm. Which is actually, I think it was like excerpts of the book that talk about like bringing Patricia back with CPR and stuff. Oh, my God. I had forgotten about that. Why didn't you let that leave my brain? Sorry. That's awful. You're welcome. I wonder how true that is, though. Well, maybe it's not. Hopefully it's not. That would be nice if it wasn't. If he's just like boasting and trying to make himself sound more like crazy or fucked up than he is. Yeah, because just think about it, like how hard it has to be to bring somebody back with CPR. Well, I think generally you break ribs, right? So maybe she had broken ribs, but it wasn't listed in the articles that I saw. Well, yeah, I don't know. I'm just... I don't know. Just trying to take it out of my brain. Especially okay. if you're on a bed. I think it's you're, you're not supposed to do CPR on a bed because yeah, you definitely can't. Not. Yeah. Like they just sink into the bed when you push on them. I remember when I was doing my like CNA training, the guy was like, because it was like a nursing home or whatever. And he was like, if you need to do CPR, don't do it on the bed. It's not effective. And he was like, just Geronimo! And he was like talking about like rolling the person out of bed and just doing it on the floor. Like if you have to. Yeah. Uh, they also have other things, like they have beds that deflate or whatever and become hard. But I just remember thinking, man, I haven't used the word Geronimo in so long. What if you Geronimoed someone off the bed and they just bash their head? Well, they're dead, so they're not going to care. That's why you're about to do CPRs, because they're dead. Well, 
You yeah. don't do CPR on a life. But I mean, person. you're also trying to bring someone back to life. So what if they crack their skull and then you bring them back to life and they're like, fuck, now I'm just bleeding out. Well, I mean, obviously you would try to not hit their head, but also <laughs> you just geronimo them off the bed. It doesn't sound like you're trying to do a lot. <laughs> It sounds like they're least concerned about them. I'm sure you don't Geronimo them like if there's something that they're going to whack their head I don't on. think I ever want to be Geronimoed anywhere, regardless of my state of being. If I am ready to be resuscitated, <laughs> if I have reached don't that Don't Geronimo time, my ass. Fucking gently place me on the floor. You have seconds to react. And okay, so the whole thing, too, is like there, okay, people are heavy. Just my head then. Put yeah, a helmet on me. People are heavy, though. And if you're alone. Yeah. You just roll somebody out of the bed. That's hard to do. You're going to Geronimo them. If you were dead in a bed, I'd probably just like pull you by the legs and your head would definitely whack on the ground. And I'd be like, fuck it. I hope I don't need this ever. Maybe I'll pull you by the top now that we're having this discussion. Mm-hmm. I feel like you should Depends on my how head. I find you. My legs can fall, however. What would you do if you found me dead in a bed? Probably just call the police. Do you even? Yeah, and then I'll be dead. Well, listen, you, I were, all, we're already dead before I got there. But I'm not going to put zero, my DNA all over you. I didn't teach you CPR. Do you know CPR? Yeah, I know CPR. Well, I, I've seen it done. Okay. Yeah. And I've taken, like, one of those classes in, like, fourth grade. We're going to have to discuss this because if I ever wind up dead, I want you to resuscitate me and Geronimo me. I don't want my DNA all over your body. It's a fucking, you want me to put all my hairs on you, too? Well, they're going to be like, your DNA is in the right spots. Like, don't put it in weird spots. <laughs> There's just one pink hair, like a fucking magician scarf <laughs> out of my hoo-ha. They're like, what is this? And at the end, you're like, ha, gotcha. <laughs> We've been meaning to talk to you about your car's extended warranty. So stupid. <laughs> All right. Okay. okay. So okay. that was a tangent. Yeah. Okay. So Back not to- Geronimo. Yeah. I'll Geronimo you. Um, I will not fulfill your dying wishes. <laughs> your I guess thank you, because if I'm alive, I'll know. Yeah, if if it works and you're alive and you're like, fuck, my head hurts, I'd be like, yeah, well, you know. Take some Motrin, bitch. (laughs) You're (laughs) welcome. Don't be a little bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So maybe it wasn't real. Maybe Maybe it wasn't real. Maybe it was exaggerated. Yeah. So then Billy went to the prison hospital and he complained of depression Mm -hmm. until he was prescribed tranquilizers. Oh, okay. Which he then pretended to take by hiding them under his tongue until he collected 40. Oh, God. And he swallowed them all at once and attempted to kill himself. Oh, it didn't work. 40 sounds like a lot. Sounds like a lot. But the guards were able to get to him in time and they saved his life. How did they know? How are they going to know? I don't know. Who's going to know? Maybe he was making a ruckus. Maybe he had a celly that was like, yo. He's like, gonna swallow these pills now. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, forty. Eleven, twelve. <laughs> forty. Like, I don't understand. Like, how did they save him in time? Or was he like Yeah, like why wouldn't he do it at bedtime? You would think you just maybe fall he was asleep. convulsing. I have questions. Maybe, maybe he rolled out maybe he fucking Geronimoed out of the bed. Maybe. And he was convulsing on the floor. Either way, there were like Selly brought him back to life. Ha! Fucking wouldn't, wouldn't that be a fucking dose of justice? Well, somebody brought him back to life. That's true. But he didn't die. They he, got to him. Oh, time, true, right? true, 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 yeah, yeah. true. But he was close. I okay. guess they said like they were freaking like minutes away from not <laughs> saving him or whatever. But now he was obsessed with his own death. Okay. And Just he like wanted boners and shit. What? That kind of obsessed? <laughs> Um, I think it was more like he really likes killing. He likes how easy it is to kill people. He likes the final moments of death. I don't like that that's a thing. No, it's fucking horrifying. Yeah. But he likes the final moments of death and stuff, right? And so he wanted his final murder to be of himself. He wanted to experience it. 
whoa, this guy has got some shit going on. Yeah, he's got a lot of shit going on. Okay. So during the trial, he pleaded guilty and asked for the death penalty. Okay. And the jury deliberated for less than two hours and sentenced him to die in the gas chamber at San Quentin. Oh. But that was appealed because the trial court committed an error in accepting the guilty plea without the consent of his lawyers. Okay. So his lawyers were like, we didn't fucking like that. We didn't tell him to. We don't want him to. We do not consent to him pleading guilty. You can just do that. I guess. As a lawyer, you can be like, I do not consent. Well, the court was like, hey, fucking Billy, don't you want the death penalty? And he was like, yep, if you guys don't kill me yourselves, I'll just kill myself. And so the court ruled that he must not be sane if that's the case, and he had to get tested again, like a psychological testing or whatever. Oh, okay. And so he was actually found mentally competent. Yeah. And so he was going to stand trial again or whatever. Okay. And his lawyer was like, hey, I know he's just going to plead guilty, but I just want the record to show that I do not consent. I do not consent to this. I didn't know this was a thing. Well, the court was like, okay, fine. He can defend himself, right? Yeah. Like, you don't have to be involved oh. in it. He can defend himself. Was this like a court-appointed lawyer for the record? Um, Probably. I, like, I don't want to be a part of this. Probably. Okay. I was like, I don't understand the benefit of him not consenting. Oh, <laughs> uh, you will. Okay. So, Billy defended himself, and he pleaded guilty again. Mm-hmm. However, mm-hmm. the law states... That you cannot... Uh... <laughs> That anyone who pleads guilty without counsel or consent of counsel cannot be given the death penalty. Really? So he was given life in prison. So it was kind of like a final fuck you. It sounds like it was a final fuck you from the lawyers to be Uh like, you're not going to die. Like, you're not going to experience that. You're going to die of old age in prison or like, I don't know, being beaten to death or whatever. Yeah, however the fuck you try to off yourself. Yeah. It won't be through us. Yeah. We're not going to like give you your final wish. Wow. That's that's knowing the law. That is me speculating. But the way that it was presented, like in the appellate fucking thing that I read or whatever, the lawyer was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I don't give a shit about all that. Just I don't consent. And they were like, "I, I mean. You can Thanks defend for yourself. letting us know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. so then they let him defend himself, and he was like, fuck yeah, guilty, let's get the death penalty. And they were like, oh, by the way, loophole, bitch. Oh, shit. Yeah. Zing. So, as a final kind of fuck you, but... Is he alive? I believe so. You put your phone down like you were done. It's <laughs> done, yeah. That's the end. You don't want to tell me if he's, like, alive or dead or what? Nah, man, he's in San Quentin, I think, still. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I'm out of here. Fucking <laughs> close the book, bitch. <laughs> I like how this whole time it's like, ah, this whole buildup of life. That was it. That was the buildup. And then it was like a final fuck you. And he's still alive. I love so the final fuck you, but I mean, he like. Didn't did, get his, he, he didn't, didn't get follow his final through murder. with his, his threat of, like, if you don't kill me, I'll kill myself. Um, I'm sure he tried other times, but mm. I didn't hear about it. <laughs> there, really, there really wasn't a lot of information on it. Yeah, I yeah. believe you. There was, like, like who's going to follow up on that? Like, well, he, if he's not dead yet, then. That and, like. Uh, the article that I read obviously had read, like, his fucking manuscript or memoir or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So it may have been kind of inflated yeah. in certain For aspects. sure. It's his memoir. Yeah. Fucking, ugh. Mm. I envision this a stage play someday. Ugh, gross. But, <laughs> yeah. And then, like, Shit. an appellate thing and court documents. Yeah. So you don't, I don't really know. Wait, so, okay. Mm-hmm. Did the loophole come before sentencing? Were they like, you're guilty, fucking, and then right before sentencing or something, they were like, ah. No, he was charged and he was sentenced to death. And then his lawyers appealed it 
Like, he didn't want to appeal it. He wanted to be sentenced to death. And his lawyers appealed it, and they were like, yo, we didn't consent to that shit back there. And then the— That makes sense. Yeah, the Supreme Court or whatever was like— Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They were like, don't you want to die? And he was like, I mean, yeah. And they were like, all right, fucking defend yourself then, bitch. Bitch. Sucker. You can't die. That's crazy. Isn't it crazy? That's super crazy. You can't die. (laughs) Not today, motherfucker. (laughs) Isn't that fucked up, though? That's super fucked up. I don't like any of it. No. And it's local, and I've never heard of it. Wait, okay, this is really weird. But, Uh like, you told me earlier that it involved necrophilia, but they were all alive. Or dying. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I guess. Yeah. I was like, was there more? No, I don't think so. But, I mean, his thing was, like, raping... In the, the death act of part. death. Yeah, 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 yeah. Gross. Yeah. Gross. Yeah. Well, if you want to check out pictures pertaining to Aaron's case, go to isgeniepodcast.com. Do it. Also, come fucking join Patreon. It's a dollar. One dollar a month. Mm-hmm. And you get an extra episode. Or it could be ten dollars. And then you'll get all the videos to this shit. Mm-hmm. All the behind-the-scenes access mm-hmm. of you'll us repeating see, shit. You'll see Stacy <laughs> yelling at Chelsea. Yeah. Well, you won't see it. You'll hear it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was off camera for that jazz. Mm-hmm. You'll see my Parmesan cheese Walmart toast. Mm-hmm. If if you want, if you wanted to, he was like, "Why? Why would I pay you ten dollars?" <laughs> now that is not exactly a selling point. Yeah, let's really try to sell it. Uh, it's a lot of fun. We have a blast at Patreon. Yeah, on Patreon. Whatever. Fucking. I- I do. And you get to support your favorite podcast. Mm -hmm. Or like second or third favorite. We don't even know where we fall, but it just matters that you support us. It's true. We appreciate you. So hard. Um, Also, while you're on our website, please purchase some merch and go fucking sport us out in the world and be like, hey, yo, check out this podcast. They're awesome. And people would be like, ma'am, that shirt is offensive. And you could be like, this is Delta. I find you (laughs) offensive for finding my shirt offensive. That's right. And then you could be popping off at the mouth with shit I shouldn't have said. That's and right. just like hit them with some more Eminem shit and then they'll just walk away and leave you alone. <laughs> um, also, can you <laughs> can you guys please subscribe, rate, and review us on whatever the fuck it is you listen to us on because that helps a lot for people to find us. Yep. Um, and then come join us on social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok mm-hmm. at ISGD Podcast. Join the goddamn pod group. We're having lots of fun over there. We're sending memes. Sometimes we're just talking about life. It doesn't mm-hmm. even fucking matter. Mm-hmm. We're just a big old goddamn family over mm-hmm. there. You can tell us about fam. the shit going on in your life, and we'll do this. What? I said, what? Um, what else can they do? They can email us at isgdpodcast at gmail.com. And then they can snail mail us at P.O. Box 2764, Spring Valley, California, 91979. And we'll open that shit on the air. Yep. All right, guys. Bye. Bye. And if you're all caught up on our podcast, stay tuned for a promo from The Mixer.